Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is letting life break us open. Did I say that right? Yes, you sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, what's being broken open mean to you? Good morning, Chas. Broken open means that there's times in our life when we are, we are, we just have to let things fall apart. You know, too often we try to control and, you know, hold the pieces of our life together. But, you know, all it takes is, well, when we went through the hurricane, we knew we had to surrender that, that we were powerless, right? And we were fortunate that, you know, there wasn't worse damage. But that's just, you know, for some people there was. And so that I'm sure that broke them open. You know, I was, it came up on my um, timeline, you know, the memories that um, it'll be 17 years. I can't believe it. It'll be 17 years that my daughter's been gone. Um, and it was, it was December 30th. So, um, yeah, it shows up on my timeline. And that broke me open. Oh, goodness, did that mm. break me open. I mean, there's been a lot of things. The pain of, you know, alcoholism um, and finally surrendering it and, you know, getting help. Um, it broke me open. I had to get really honest and vulnerable and raw. And it was so uncomfortable. But the place that it brought me to was amazing. So, um, yeah, there's just lots of ways that we're all going to experience it. And some people will become bitter and some people will become softer, more compassionate. Uh, And, you know, you just went through it with your pet, right? Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I I am going through it. I told you I couldn't couldn't even get up today until I had a good cry. There's just sadness in there. Yeah. And I, I think it's just kicked up probably a lot of sadness honestly probably just unresolved stuff in there right I told you there wasn't really wasn't really a story today with the tears it just yeah just knew I had to let them out and um yeah there's an empty there's an empty space there right now and Mm. I miss him (laughs) I do I miss him he um what did he teach, what did he teach you, Chas? What did he gift you with? Oh, a lot of things, honestly. He opened my heart back up to to being a pet owner again. Mm-hmm. He really he really opened my heart up. Mm-hmm. Like I love that little guy with my whole heart. Yes. And um I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just he opened me up and he taught me that I can be a loving, responsible um yeah, pet owner, and that I can love with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is what he taught me. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's just um, probably helping me open my heart more. Mm-hmm. Letting go of, um, I don't know, any old grief that's maybe still in there. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure other gifts will, will reveal themselves. I just yeah, know the space those are, is... Those are some big ones you just named. Yeah. I know the space is empty right now. Yeah. I don't... And I guess a gift that I have right now is I don't feel a need to fill it. So okay. I feel like that's a gift, honestly. That, that is, because the first day you wanted to. Oh, I sure did. But I, then you I sure did. Back off. Yeah. No, I've calmed down. Mm-hmm. I've I've had a lot of tears since then. I think yeah. I just probably didn't want to feel that loneliness, that grief, that emptiness. Right. And it is. It's empty. It feels different. <laughs> I keep telling you, I, you know, I don't realize how much I talk to that little guy. Like I really did. I talked to him all the time, even, even just in passing, like just, I'd always say hi and just go in and baby talk or whatever. Like every time I walked by that room and I still catch myself doing it and mm. there's no one there. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's a new, it's, it's, it's a, it's a first for me. Right. And um, yeah. So, but there's a, it's actually something you painted that hang, it's hung over his cage all these years. And it just, it's the, the painting, but the words say, um, she lowered the walls around her heart. I mm-hmm. always look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like the perfect place to have it right above him. Cause he really has helped me do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, that's, I guess what's helped breaking me open, but. Yeah, there have been a lot of things since coming into recovery that have broken me open. Um, right. The fire was one that mm. was really a, mm-hmm. a pivotal point oh, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It really was in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, addiction. Addiction for sure broke me open. Addiction with this last guy broke me open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big time. Yeah, a lot really of did. that. It really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think just exploring the pain of my childhood breaks me open time and time again. Yeah. So it's good. It, it does soften us. I did tell you, I feel a little, I don't normally, I haven't felt that feeling on here in a while. I do feel a little vulnerable today. I think I just feel, my heart just feels uh, bruised and raw right now. Yeah, you're grieving. So I think yeah. I just probably... I don't know, need gentle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be good to yourself today. Yeah, go mm-hmm. see Pap. Yeah, go see her. Go see Pap. I think Father. he's helped. I think he's helped with my heart, too. I mean, mm-hmm. he has. I mean, there have been, as I'm sitting here saying it, there have been yeah. a lot of things. Yes, because, you know, you set out to do your heart work, and this is all part of it. Yeah, yes. And, I you know, learning to love and open our heart doesn't mean we're going to get to hold on to it forever. You know, sometimes people are just here for a season and that, that is the hard part, but it also, again, you know, it breaks us open and there's so many gifts that we can take from being broken open. Um, and it doesn't mean that sometime in the future when you're ready that you can try it again. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I feel no desire to do that today. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's good that you know, you're not ready. No, no way. No way. I read such a simple quote the other day. I told you this one, such a simple quote, but with so much meaning, like there's two, two things um, that change us the most in this world, love and grief. (laughs) 
Mm. Like it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We change our heart the most. You're right. Yeah. So simple. Mm-hmm. Not always easy. No, not easy. Yeah. So there'll be there'll be more gifts. I've I've gotten gifts out of yeah everything mm-hmm. that's yeah been heart related. Yeah, and I guess it has softened me. Mm-hmm. More compassion, more empathy, more more of the good stuff. I guess more love. <laughs> yeah, more love. And so here's the tricky part is that we do our heart work. So we open our heart, which is beautiful. That's what we want to do. We want to open our heart to everyone, especially ourselves. Um, and that empty space that you're feeling, feeling right now, you can fill with God and yourself. And then if you decide to get another pet, that it will just be the icing on the cake, but it won't be the cake. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I forgot, totally forgot what I was You were talking about the tricky part. Oh, yeah, the tricky part. Mm, Totally, totally left my mind. Well, you got to remember, I want to (laughs) know. I want to know. I I should know not to The tricky part about opening our heart. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. it, it left. I, I have to remember, don't get distracted because once I distract my mind, I sometimes I can come back to it and sometimes I can't. So um, it's just one of these weird things. One, another one of these weird things, I guess. Um, yeah. But, okay, so, yeah, the tricky part is that um, at some point after we've opened our heart fully, right, mm-hmm. then we, the next lesson that will follow that one, um, is the one that you've been watching me go through and that's loving from a place of being unattached mm-hmm. and it sounds cold it can sound cold to people that are used to holding tightly it can yeah. sound like you don't care actually you you care more than somebody that's holding tightly but you care from a deeper place not from the mind to the heart but from the heart to the soul mm-hmm. and so you know I'm, I'm looking at Winston right now little bugger wakes me up at freaking four or five o'clock in the morning to eat and then what does he do i'm watching him he went back to bed <laughs> he's in my bed he took my bed over he's back in bed and he got my butt up at wee hours um but anyway i um i have a deep love for him just like i do for my son my grandkids for you know uh, but it's it's weird. It's weird. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's like, we think that love has a feeling, you know, that, ah, that, that it makes you want to go, ah, even if you're not saying that loud, like it just, you know, makes your heart skip a little beat. Um, but it's the message from the mind to the heart. The mind goes, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Look at what he's doing. You know, children, little children, ah, you know, it's, it's precious to watch, but our mind is generating the story and then it goes to our, our heart opens at the same time, but that's not pure love because love does not have a feeling. And this is probably going to challenge some people because we think it's supposed to feel like something. No, when it comes from a deeper place, it's, it's a knowing, it's a knowing feeling. And that's not even a feeling. It's just a knowing, like you just know that your heart is open. You know that you feel love. 
it's just not the way that, you know, society has taught us to love. It's taught us to love through the Hallmark cards and the Hallmark movies and all the unrealistic things that, uh, you know, is out there. But um, so I feel, so when I look at Winston, I don't get that feeling that I, I used to get like you, you know, that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's almost a little high feeling. Uh, I don't get that feeling from, I don't get it anywhere, actually. Um, I, it's just something I've surrendered. But what I know to be true is that I adore my cat. I love my pets. I love my son and grandkids. You know, I love, I love people. I love people. I love my friends. I love my partner. I, but I love people in general, too. Mm-hmm. And it comes from a deep place. So one day, so that for me, letting go is letting go of not holding on too tight and um, letting things be as they are, not how I want them to be. Because sometimes we want things to be a certain way, so we feel like we have some control. But as you can see, death, there's no control there. No. Any more than the hurricane. There's no control. And there's many things in life we've all experienced where we have no control. And the best thing we can do is surrender control and put faith in something greater than ourselves. But anyway, so one day you and I will be um, probably doing a podcast talking about letting go. <laughs> you will, you'll, that will be your lesson when your heart lesson is over. And it's a beautiful lesson because... You can love freely and purely without mind thoughts. My mind doesn't generate any thoughts when I look at my cat, for instance. When I look at Winston, there's no thought. Before I'd be going, oh, my God, he's so cute. Let me go get my camera. Oh, my God, i got to share this picture. Oh, you know, I'd be doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't feel any of that. I don't even get my camera anymore, hardly. No, you don't. No. <laughs> I used to love photography. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So thank God I have loads of pictures to put on Facebook that I had from years ago. But um, yeah, he, um, I, I love him, but I don't, there's no story about the love. There's no story. Yeah. It's just comes, it bypasses the mind. Anytime you can bypass the mind is a really good thing. So that's probably most of my motive for letting go, letting go is to bypass the mind, bypass the story. You know, when you are too attached to something, you're going to be in the story because you're always going to be afraid of losing it. I watched you go through the process with Jack and understandably, it's really your first time in a a situation like this. But, you know, you're watching him almost a little bit hypervigilant, right? Mm -hmm. Like today's okay. He's not okay. He can walk. He can't walk. Like, and it's normal that you would do that. But, um, Yeah. But some of it generated a story about Jack, right? Yeah, I was always afraid he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know I'm not afraid. I'm not. Oh, hi, Winston. <laughs> Must have heard his name. He's come join us on the podcast. Why not? <laughs> taking everything else over. Uh, <laughs> taking on my Zoom classes. <laughs> yep. Winston. Um, I forgot I was going to say I got distracted again. Winston. I can't anyway. help you out this time. Yeah, no, so I, you know, I don't worry about losing Winston. I don't worry about it. I don't worry about my partner. Sometimes there's some fear because, you know, that will be an experience that I've never walked through before. And, um, um, yeah, it, it will be, it will not be easy. I'll have to feel all the feelings that go with it. 
but um, but at the same time, I don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. watching, I'm watching, but you know, it is what it is. And there's freedom in that. There's freedom in letting life just be what it is. There's gotta be, gotta be freedom. Yeah. You hear something purring? No, you always ask. I can't, I can't hear it. I don't know if you can, if our viewers can hear it, but I can't. He's right on the microphone. Nope. <laughs> so what are your words today? Um, trust, let go, surrender, and um, peace of God. Yeah, peace of God. How about you? Mm, love, trust, and healing, and gentle. Yeah, good ones. Yeah, those are my words today. Well, I guess when we do live podcast, Winston will be part of it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get him a little um, headset. Microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, ma- those, whatever those things are. Get him little kitty headphones. <laughs> yes, yeah. headphones. That'd be hilarious. That would be. I'd love it. <laughs> yeah. If we could put our put his picture on the logo. Uh-huh. We could. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have any objections to that. No. <laughs> so you have any last thoughts for the day? No. Well, yeah, I would just say that, you know, if someone is going through something really difficult, trust, start looking for the gifts in it because our mind can focus on the negative. That's what the mind loves to do. But start looking for the gifts. Train your mind to look for the positive. And it doesn't mean you won't grieve or, or ha- get angry or whatever feelings come with it. That's all you know, part of the process, Winston, uh, he's wanting kisses. Um, it's part of the process, but, um, at the same time, know that, you know, that in some ways it can be, it can be a, a really good thing too, even though it's hard adversity, you know, you hear stories of people that gotten cancer, lost a child, just all kinds of things and how they rose above it. Like, yeah, they rose above these the situation, and that's what we want to do. We want to rise up. Love that song, Rise Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I would say is just trust it. There's no mistakes in life. And um, start looking for the gifts. Like, what am I here to learn? That's what I ask God. What would you have me learn from this? Yeah. That's it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well. Thanks for being here this morning and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.